Hey, welcome everybody to the Crosspoint Church Scripture Podcast. This is your first time. Welcome in. If it's number two, three, four, man, thanks for uh, finding something to come back for here. And uh, for those of you who've been listening since day one, man, I sure appreciate you. It's been great to do this journey with you guys and uh, just taking one verse at a time and uh, looking at context and where we can see Jesus in the verse and how we can get some encouragement for that day for our faith, just keeping it simple. All right, so today um, we're going to be in the Psalms. We're going to be in Psalm 97. If you're driving, don't turn there. <laughs> you're just going to have to take my word for it today. But yeah, if you if this is a part of your morning, evening, afternoon Bible study, then you might want to open up to Psalm 97. And uh, we're actually, our verse of the day is going to be two verses because the one ends with a comma. So verse 11 and 12, so verse 11 and 12 both just kind of fit together, so it's going to be our verses of the day. No problem there. More Bible, better than less. So I'm going to read it from the ESV, and then we'll just dive into it, okay? So Psalm 97, 11 and 12 reads, Light is sown. That's S-O-W-N, like planting a seed. Light is sown for the righteous and joy for the upright in heart. Rejoice in the Lord, O you righteous, and give thanks to his holy name. All right. It's a little bit of a a biblical worship song here from the Praise, Prayer, and Worship Manual of the Old Testament, the Psalms. Read it again. Light is sown for the righteous and joy for the upright in heart. Rejoice in the Lord, O you righteous, and give thanks to his holy name. So, First of all, we see, you know, why do these two fit together? Um, Because they're like parallels to some degree, a little bit of parallelism here going here. So verse 11 says something that light, and then you'll see throughout scripture, those of you who've been reading it, you know this. Um, If you're new to it, I'll just tell you. And then if you're somewhere in the middle, you might be starting to notice that light is a big deal throughout the Bible. It's used as a, it's very, very often used as a picture uh, to make a point, and the the picture is, you know, light is, you know, our ability to see rightly. Um, it is a lack of darkness, <laughs> you know. Light is used for purity of heart, you know, lack of sin, lack of secrecy. Um, you know, Jesus is called the light of the world. Um, we are called to be, Christians are called to be the light of the world. You know, in other words, we're like giving off this light, like where a Christian is, there's the, what, wisdom and, uh, character of God dispelling the darkness of godlessness or people who are far from God or human culture that's far from God. Uh, the Bible itself is called a light to our path. So in other words, the path of our life would be shrouded in darkness but when we open the word of god light is shown on that path so we're not stumbling over things or running into them and just on and on you'll you'll see if you go through if you look up where light is mentioned in the bible it's huge um i'm thinking of one of the best places you can go to look at that is in first john which in one of our episodes we just did a verse from first john and if you go to that epistle you'll notice the 
the, the light and dark thing is used a lot. And so, and also it is in the gospel of John too. It talks about Jesus being the light of man and all this kind of stuff. So it's great. And anyway, so it's saying that um, righteousness in your life, right standing with God, has the same effect of planting light into your life. It's I know I'm using a lot of pictures here, but light is sown for the righteous, and joy is sown for the upright in heart. And the, this this itself, verse 11, is a parallel too. So light and joy are going into the garden if, for the righteous and upright in heart. And you know, the whole idea of a seed going into the ground, this was something that no ancient culture could get over. The fact that you put this little seed in the ground and this big plant comes up and then gives, you know, fruits of some kind or flowers of some kind that then give more seeds, which give more plants. You get the point. And so this idea that light and joy are being planted in the ground for the righteous and the upright in heart means that lots more light and joy will grow up in your life as a result. So just an awesome picture. I mean, you know, Jesus is our righteousness. I know I'm fast forwarding in the New Testament here, but you just have to go with me. Uh, Jesus is our righteousness and our joy is in the Holy Spirit. And when we sow these things into our life, it begins to, we begin to reap a crop of um, joy and more light in our lives. And it's this uh, kind of awesome process, which is covered um, very clearly. And like, you'll find it in Romans chapter eight, this idea of if you, you set your mind on the flesh. If you sow to the flesh, you will from the flesh reap destruction or death. But if you sow to the Spirit, capital S, Holy Spirit of God, you will from the Spirit reap eternal life, things like that. So the sowing and reaping thing all through the Bible. So we can't even get all into what is being mentioned here because we'll just run out of time. But So already in verse 11, we've got a lot going on then. So light is sown for the righteous, joy for the upright in heart. Where do I get this righteousness? Where do I get this uprightness? That's what verse 12 is here for. So it doesn't leave light and, um, I mean, it doesn't leave righteous and upright in heart undefined. We go to 12 and it says, rejoice in the Lord. There's our righteousness, O you righteous. And give thanks to his holy name. There's our upright in heart. So a righteous person is the one who rejoices in the Lord, and the one who is upright in heart is the one who is giving thanks to the holy name of God for everything. So we can see the it, man. I want to be righteous, or I want to be upright in heart. How do it's the Lord who can do that for me? And then, of course, as New Testament believers, we know how do I get that hold on the Lord? Well, it's because Jesus died for me. And his body was broken for me. His blood poured out as a promise that if I call out to him in need, then he will be there for me and he will be my righteousness. And he will, he is faithful and just to forgive me of my sins and to cleanse me of all unrighteousness. That's how you sow light and joy in your life and rejoice in the Lord and give thanks to his holy name. But let's look up just a little bit in this um psalm and see if it'll fill in even a little bit more let's just look at verse 10 real quick because it's a part of the overall stanza 
It says, O you who love the Lord, hate evil. O you who love the Lord, comma, hate evil. He preserves the lives of his saints. Saints meaning those who are set apart by him, set apart to be his own. He delivers them from the hand of the wicked. Okay, so here we are. We begin the stanza by loving the Lord and hating evil. And when we do that, he, the Lord actively preserves our life and delivers us from wickedness. And then that's why light is sown for the righteous and joy for the upright in heart. Because of all this, we rejoice in the Lord, O you righteous, and give thanks to his holy name. So what I love about this is just an opportunity to show us how the Psalms can help us to piece together this path of worship and prayer. I don't know about you guys, but throughout my Christian life, I've come to times like, man, I don't know if I know how to pray. And sometimes I sit in front of God and just don't know what to do. And I want to sit in front of him and I want to worship, but I'm just not sure what to say. Here's the path you know, put forward for us. So if you worship and meditate and pray your way through Psalm uh, 97, verses 10 through 12, you are going to be in a great place. I mean, you could do that. You could start your day that way every day this week. You're going to be in an awesome place. I mean, you're going to be following this path from loving the Lord. And so you're loving on him. God, I love you. I thank you for everything you do. Hating evil. God, keep me from evil. I hate it. You know, the times I fall into it, I'm ashamed. I hate it. It brings destruction into my life. And when I see it consuming others and, and consuming our world, I hate it. Keep me from it. He preserves the lives of saints. Oh, God, I thank you for preserving me, that though my outward man might be wasting away, I'm getting older, maybe I've been affected by sickness and other things, but my life, my heart, you're preserving, and I thank you. I'm set apart for you. You, you see what I'm doing. And this is a way of worship and prayer and meditation that you could do every day. And this is just one part of one psalm. You see what I'm saying? So there's an embarrassment of riches in the Bible for worship and prayer. So I apologize for taking so long on this one, but just some great stuff. And I've always been a huge fan of the Psalms because it taught me to pray. The Psalms taught me to pray and helped me so much to begin to get my head in the right place. Where can we see Christ in these verses? Light is sown for the righteous and joy for the upright in heart. Rejoice in the Lord, O you righteous, and give thanks to his holy name. Um, to me, Jesus was the fulfillment of, of that light and that joy sown in the hearts of these Old Testament believers. You understand? Um, they were looking, the Bible says they were looking towards when Christ would appear. And when he did, there was that harvest, so to speak. Jesus was the harvest of all the light and joy sown by those upright and holy people set apart by God. And he gave us new eternal reason to rejoice in Jesus and give thanks to his holy name, which is what we're called to do now as New Testament believers. When we give thanks, we give thanks in the name of Jesus Christ and what he's done for us. And I'm sure there's many other ways we could see Christ in these verses, but just to stay within the time limits of our uh, podcast here, that's what I see. All right, guys, great stuff. Wish I could go on, but we're already a little long today. Thank you so much for joining me. I'll catch you next time.